2: Bad, bad girl. The British is buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside.
4: This is the point where he always hits it. Aaron oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief.
2: We did it. We beat those British. We youngsters. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed? Just wow. Like that sounds exhausting Hello
1: everybody, happy Tuesday to you, July 12th, 2022, this is Kentucky Roll Call here Roll on Big x
2: Sports Radio. DJ
1: Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, intern Jacob all here today. Roush, how are you?
2: I'm uh, doing well, hit a few extra lights this morning, that's kind of annoying, back's a little stiff,
0: but hey, all in all, A-OK.
1: That's good to hear. Justin, how are you?
0: I'm good. Uh, when Ralph said light, extra lights this morning, I thought he meant the studio. Looks like there's two lights on in there and one flickering. Big wow. day here at the Big X. Yeah,
2: it is a big day. I, I'm good.
0: I, I stayed up a little late last night, but I'm, I'm here. Excited for a Tuesday show.
1: Let me ask both the, both the, the Jays, Justin and Jake, Jacob, why don't you all turn on the lights when you get into the building?
0: Uh, I mean, I've just never needed them. I I know how to navigate back to the studio, and I would hope the same for you all, but we can start turning them on, if that helps.
1: Oh, no, I mean, just normally you go into a dark room, people turn lights on.
0: Well, I mean, unless they know where they're going. If you wake up late at night for a glass of water, you turn on lights? No, Mm -hmm. probably not, because you know exactly where you're going to the fridge.
1: But when I start my work day, I don't sit in the dark all day.
0: I will say, I I, I turn the lights on in the studio. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm, I I'm with Justin. Work. I never turn the it's lobby wild, lights on. It, it,
1: it's wild that nobody does that. It's a working office. It's a building.
2: It's just always been the case where every time I came in, if I was the first one in here, it though.
1: seems like laziness to me. If we're, just I just, gonna be honest. I
0: mean, I don't, I don't work out in that main area. If I did, I would turn the lights on absolutely. But I just navigate to where I need to go Fair and then turn point. the lights on there.
1: It's not a fair point. Uh, you're, well, you're.
0: Nobody's ever in the lobby,
2: is the point. Exactly. All Except the, more reason, going in all and the out. more
1: reason to have the lights on and a well, a warm, welcoming atmosphere to Big X Four. I would radio. say
2: the exact opposite. More of the reason not to have the lights on.
1: Yeah, because nothing screams "Let's go do a fun, sounds, goofy two-hour radio show" like walking into a dark dungeon every morning.
2: Sounds like you're you're very annoyed by the lights. Like today, you turn the lights on every day, and today you just finally had it. You're like, No, damn I, it, I'm done <laughs> turning the lights off.
1: Well, he brought up lights turning on lights it's worth bringing up why there isn't the lights on in the main office if it helps in the future day. i'll turn them on no no i was just wondering i was just wondering why you like kind of dark depressing atmospheres
0: not laziness just oh it's so early in the morning too you know i don't want to i don't want all these bright lights <laughs> at 6 30 in the morning I do have a friend. I don't
1: think it's laziness, Justin. That's a joke because it's turning on a lights. <laughs> I, I would hope it's not. But, yeah, I, I would think that – I do find it weird nobody else but me turns on lights in buildings. We turn that's the strange. lights
2: on in here. No, uh, not there. I have a friend. We call him the Lord of Darkness because he's big on just not turning the lights on in his house. But get, that, he's but, hanging but out. It seems like,
1: I, but it seems like that's you.
2: No, no, no. It's not me. Eh, we kind of. We got big windows.
1: My wife and her entire family is like, don't turn lights on, people. If you're not not using the
2: room, though, that's where I'm at. Well,
1: sure. But if you're in a room, lights should be on, unless for a reason, lights should be off.
2: Are we in the lobby right now, though?
1: We are not in the lobby, but who could be coming in? You could have business... You could have we all the clients that come in all the ne- time. You never know. <laughs> hey, let me ask you maybe this, DJ. Wouldn't have fallen in such uh, despair if we had the lights on.
0: Actually, you came in last, Rouse. Did you lock the front door today never. when you came in? Never. Oh, you don't. Okay. Never. I yeah. lock
1: the front door anytime yeah. I know that I'm last. But. See, so I'm, I'm so, very
0: anti-locking doors. So on the days you're last, TJ, you still turn on the lights for the clients that are coming in, but you lock the door. How the hell are they supposed <laughs> to get in?
1: Because they'd knock, and we'd say, "Oh, okay, so get somebody here." <laughs> We're gonna hear a knock. We give our VIP clients. Keys
0: <laughs> for yeah, all of they, our.
1: They come on in. Just walk on in. Justin, did your jaw get stung by a bee on the right side?
0: No. Why?
1: And it looks you got something in your mouth. It's
0: my cheeks fat?
1: It looks like you got maybe. Uh, got me worried. Looks <laughs> like a egg you, you, in Do, you, your, do, in you, your not, do you not have? Do you not have some chaw in your mouth? No. Why does your why does your lip look like you had a huge piece of tobacco in it?
2: <laughs> no idea. His <laughs> lips are always like
0: that. I think it's <laughs> I, I would go to the bathroom and check it out, but I uh, don't know if I trust that mirror.
1: Well, and also maybe the lights aren't on. You go true. <laughs>
0: couldn't get there.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you're messing with me or not about the the potential the, the chaw. What do they say? You got a hog in. There, boy.
2: Yeah, get you a hog
0: in there, boy.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he does or doesn't, but if he doesn't, now I'm gonna feel bad for commenting (laughs) on his face.
0: I'm, I'm worried
1: if he does. (laughs) I don't know why he's lying about it. Oh, get you. Good morning, what, what What a start get to your, the show. Get your text in. I'm I, I'm not really worked up about the light. The joke was the laziness bit about like you can't be lazy to turn on a light switch, or if you are, then you're incredibly lazy. <laughs> I do think that we should have the lights on in a radio studio, but I don't really actually care about it. 502-414-1450. Text on into the Thornton's text line. What does everybody? I, all right, Justin. Let me ask you this. What do you think of the first images from the infrared view of the web's first deep field photography of this space?
0: I can honestly say I missed that. Didn't see it.
1: Roush, I know you've been talking a lot about it lately. What do you think about it?
0: Is that the,
2: just a picture of a galaxy? Because I think I've seen that picture.
1: Yeah, I'll retweet NASA's picture of it.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel... The thing is, I can't differentiate. It It looks like... I feel like that's a picture we've seen before. The Hubble telescope. Yeah, one. yeah. I've seen this, this one. This one is sharper. Okay. And it's right. more
1: defined, and you can see more things. So I retweeted it at TJ Walker. I don't even know my Twitter handle. At TJ Walker Radio. And pretty fascinating. People have been waiting for this for a really long time.
0: What are we looking at?
1: And we're going to get more pictures. So, Justin, every little piece of light you see, everything that's not black is a galaxy. Yeah. And up in t- when we were born, well, at least when our parents were born, we thought that we were the only galaxy. And now, in 2022, I mean, the Hubble telescope kind of was a cheat code on that. Yep. But now we know that it's hilarious to think we ever could have possibly been the only galaxy. The way this was described to me. So every little piece of light there is just a galaxy. And in the galaxy, you could have suns it could have planets it could have i mean it does it has those things The, the way this was described to me is this picture would be the equivalent of if you took a grain of sand held it up to the night sky and that's the picture of just the grain of sand if you could see out you know what like Two hundred million light years, or however long this picture goes, it's
2: it's trying to. Uh, You're
1: looking at about thirteen billion years in the past, too. By the way,
2: <laughs> which is even crazier, is yeah, because the way the light travels that speed, yeah, a, a lot very... of these
1: galaxies are gone, like they're no longer there. Even though the pic- picture captured them, because the way time works, they're capturing them in time.
2: But it's trying to show the scale of. It's basically if you if you want to be uh, negative Nancy, it just shows how insignificant we are.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, well, no yeah. doubt about that. Like but that—that that is, is the, it's kind of exciting. That
2: the, like the 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 pile of hay. Sure. Yeah, this is the 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 stack of hay, and each galaxy is a little piece of hay.
1: I don't. Like, I, I think a, a space question Roush, probably even in our lifetime, but was like, would it be scarier if we were alone or if we weren't alone? I
2: think it'd be scary do, if we were do, alone. Do, 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 do. Right? I think, I think, like, there's just so pictures much like this just yeah.
1: go to show, like, we are clearly not alone. Yeah. Like, somewhere no out way. there in the grand that is even too hard for our brains to even wrap around in the grand expanse of space. There's something else out there. And just this little picture that represents a grain of sand in the sky, and you see, I mean, countless galaxies. Pretty fascinating stuff. Again, the picture in its own right just looks like a bunch of little dots. It looks like something somebody would paint in sophomore year art class. But when you think about it, one, you're looking into time, and two, it is. It's, It's a conversation better served for a Wednesday. But you'll get more of those pictures and whatnot uh, mm-hmm. from NASA because they, they're releasing all this, and it's pretty fascinating.
0: Hey, so this isn't great for radio, but are, are all the white spots stars?
1: I don't know what the big, like, white ones that have the things coming off of them. I'm not 100% sure about that.
0: Because if you look in the upper right corner, I swear that's Orion's belt. <laughs> <laughs> I can spot that thing from anywhere.
1: I don't think. Uh, I, think I think we're it's looking, we're looking past way it. past it. Orion's, Orion's belt is belt. in
2: our galaxy. This is looking into other galaxies.
1: Correct. But this isn't from from our galaxy?
2: No, or it's from our galaxy, but it's looking past it, beyond it. Yes. Crazy.
1: It is crazy. I mean, it's really kind of hard to comprehend. Jacob,
2: did you take uh, astronomy in in college? Can you explain to us how all this works?
4: (laughs) You're asking the wrong guy, Bucko.
1: Well, Mm. he's asking you a question. So, Boy no, you did, not take, no. So you did not take astronomy. I did not take astronomy. That was I, an easy kind of just filler class at UK a lot of folks took back in, back in the there, were,
2: there was much more math involved than you thought, though. Oh, You yeah. had to be able to calculate what your weight would be on another planet. Yeah, like,
1: Dinosaurs and Disasters was kind of a hard class. Like You can't expect me to memorize the name of all these Science Sides, like in,
2: in general, is one of those things that when you're younger, it's a lot of fun. And then you realize when you get to college, like, oh, it's just like nature world math. It's just too much math.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it's almost like a mix of history and math. It's the worst parts of both. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the parts of history you don't care about, the, and all of math, which is.
2: Uh, I will say though, shout out to the just in, immense catalog of nature documentaries we got now. Like Netflix, when they sort of blowing up, they're like, "What are we gonna invest in? We're gonna make big movies that not a people, a lot of people are gonna watch, in a ton of nature documentaries." And you know what? Those nature docs. Great for like, all right, I've watched too many cartoons today. Let's change it up and captivate my son's attention for maybe 20 minutes. Does the little one like the nature? Yes, yes. Like, oh, big shark, or oh, big what? You know, and that's kind of a, you know, we'll go go back and forth. Well,
1: Justin took, I think for maybe the first time ever, took a TV show or movie recommendation from one Nick Roush Mm -hmm. and said he just watched Alone. Alone.
0: All day yesterday. Good (laughs) grief. I must have rolled through nine or ten episodes.
1: Did it make you feel alone, watching alone, all alone? Oh.
0: It actually made, despite me being alone, watching alone, it did not make me feel all alone because I'm not near as alone as they are out there.
1: So you can confirm, though, this, a bun- this is basically Hollywood. Hollywood's gone into the wilderness for a little reality TV You show. know,
0: judging, you, judging by the huts that they make, yeah, I, they're very Hollywood. You
1: mentioned that. I haven't seen the show. Oh, they're ever, amazing. So they've, yeah. got, they've
0: got some sweet digs. One oh. dude built a log cabin, and he had a door with hinges that he opened. So yeah awesome. it was
2: awesome the my my favorite guy he's got a kick-ass fireplace in his too to like keep that's warm, true yeah. but anytime <laughs> covers it with moss and mud and stuff so and i did
0: realize when i was watching that roush that i have seen other seasons of alone i thought it maybe sounded familiar so in the past couple seasons that i've seen anytime they've had a fireplace in the house the house is burnt down so <laughs> yeah, not we'll good to yeah. come
2: maybe um yeah i i've 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 didn't watch as many as you did yesterday, but I was watching it late at night, and I was hungry, and I was trying not to midnight snack. Like, hey, don't be a fatty. You're about to go on the road and just eat garbage food for a week. Like, don't, don't do that. Um, so I'm trying not to eat, and all they're doing is talking about how hungry they are, and they're trying to get food. And I'm just like, damn it, now all I'm doing is thinking about food. All that, I'm thinking about is
0: food. That should make you not hungry, though.
2: Well, it did make me realize. Oh, you are not as near as hungry as these people are. (laughs) They're starving in the wilderness. They found one fish, and they're like putting its head to make us in a soup to eat, like the skin and stuff, because they're just going to take any nutrients they
1: can. Trout head soup.
0: It's pretty
1: good. Sounds pretty good. Not to jump way ahead in the Thornton's text line, but I'm going to. Mm-hmm. It says TJ saying that alone is scripted, but loves the challenge, which is for sure <laughs> scripted. Hilarious position to take, lol, says one texter, way down into the text line. First off, I never said alone is scripted. I said the excitement of somebody's alone in the woods. It's a little you put it, and I was joking about the Hollywood bit just a second ago. That was a joke. This mm-hmm. is not a joke. But I'm the 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 caveat of like these people are out in the wilderness and could die at any moment. I'm not buying that. Just I'm not. And I get it like if a bear came and just ate them on the spot then sure, but you that you could say that probably cool. about plenty of shows. And
2: they also have enough like anti-bear stuff. I mean, there was one where a lady had to use a like a pop gun like thing to scare it away. Mm-hmm. Like so they have the tools to not stay safe. Yeah, yeah. Instantly. They, Right. Um, so if somebody
1: didn't come help them in due time, they probably would actually be screwed.
2: I also have a feeling too, JK Forty Seven, that there's uh, people just the main reason why they get out is they get injured. I have a feeling there's probably going to be like two people who get impaled by like a stick and it gets mm. infected and they're finally like damn or it, I uh, get out of here.
0: another big one is eating something they're not supposed to eat and it just gives them yeah like uncontrollable belly pains they have to leave yeah mm.
2: yeah there was a lady who backdoor problems she she had been eating some sort of root and she's like well it does look a lot like hemlock and I'm like oh I would I would try to eat a root that does not look like hemlock what's hemlock hemlock is what they gave Galileo to kill him oh. <laughs> like hmm. that's like the the oldest poison in the world. Mm, good so, poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: want to stay clear from that. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, and, she would of chewing on charcoal because and, it neutralizes one, the poison.
1: Well, one other thing, Thornton's text. if you think the challenge is scripted, you can just go to hell, buddy. It, are the conversations scripted? Is some of the drama scripted? Here's, and this is what I think, like, maybe Survivor Nick, somebody that I knew that was on a reality TV show told me, like, the shows are real. And the contests are real, but cameras will come up in downtime and be like, hey guys, can you talk about today's challenge a little bit? Can you talk about
2: the elimination? Yeah, you, got, you gotta get you gotta strum up some They'll stir the pot action. of
1: conversation, which you can make a case that's scripted into a certain degree, because it's not just natural people talking. It's people come up and say, Hey, can you all have a conversation about this elimination coming up and who you all may vote in? But the actual challenges, and that's why people watch that's actually real, just to the same as alone when they're out having to determine if it's Hemlock they're going to put in their mouth. That is real, but they're not an actual like, "Hey, I may die at any moment, sort of danger i m o
2: Yeah, like when the guy got his chest pains to call out, like there was the longer he waited the new the he knew that it would potentially. Further damage him more, but they they were going to be on it pretty quickly. They got helicopters, boats. You know, they're they're ready to go when that they call. It. They're, they're it's like firefighter. You know, yeah. first responder. As soon as that thing goes, they're they're out ready to rock and roll really quickly. I will say, um, it's going to be the the one thing that uh, Survivor. I think uh, while we're talking reality TV, the way they edit it is a lot less. Um, it's a lot less in-your-face. It's a lot more palatable for me. Like, some of the, this is big, brother, and, like, like that, the really over-the-top, and when they, and, and especially the the challenge with their, drum, 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 like, it, it, it's very, uh, fo- like, Fox reality shows I can't do. Like the, the e- even the, the little Lego show that I wanted to like for a little while, it just was way too over the top in its production. And it's like, jump, 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 jump! Blah, 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 blah. it's like, okay, okay, just ch- chill out everybody. Like this isn't life and death. The challenge is big because it's an MTV joint and it was mid two thousands and it's got all of that feel to it. That's really over the top. Um, like we're going to just ham, ham it up. I, I'm going to have to, like, push through a few to be able to get to the good stuff, I think.
1: I don't think it's as as bad as you're making that out to be.
2: I think I just, like, I, I personally make it a point of note more so than other people do. So it just bugs me more.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's your personal opinion. So the way that you're impacted is the way that you're impacted. But, like... You mentioned it, like Survivor, when they're having a dramatic conversation, you'll hear like,
2: see, and I, I don't know what it is about that music. Like that that's over the top. That doesn't bother me as much though, because it's like a natural thing, and it's not like some it's, synth like, like it's, a, it's on it's a DJ.
1: Fo- made it's thing. as unnatural as possible. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never been in the woods, and when I've had a dramatic conversation with my wife, there hasn't been. a, yeah, but at least it's like, like a sound scary whispers in the background. that you
2: would hear. I mean, it's totally like a stereotype trope, but I feel like that's at least a sound made by people who are living in nature versus just like a dude banging on the drums in a sound studio. Like, I don't know. Play
1: Ross, you're done you, here. You, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. It's very, it's a
0: very
2: dumb personal preference thing.
1: YouTube just some survivor, like you know what oh, hey, I'm hey, oh, hey, oh, Just some like survivor. Oh, oh, yeah. we got to play some. The difference is, Roush, you're just used to Survivor, and it's like I bet you probably either had some annoyances or you weren't annoyed at that time in your life about it. You're grandfathered in to the annoyances of shows that you like. For new shows, it's new sensations, new sounds, new noises, new things that are over the top. So you're just not used to it. I will
2: say too, to Survivor it. has it. It ticked me off this last two seasons when they started using the 8K cameras in slow mo. I don't even know what you call the, but like the spider cam. That gets really up close mm-hmm. and shows all the detail, and they get in slow mo for these real dramatic scenes. And I'm like, just stop! Like the the fat ass lady can't get her fat ass up off the thing. Like just, oh my god, it's some of it. Just,
1: the woodman tweets us and says, "Hey, I love I love the kind of just the starter combos, but can we get to the latest U of L scandal?".
2: <clears throat> oh wait, we've got a U of L scandal.
1: Oh man, I was hoping that you were going to be in the know on this. one. I know at least the 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 bare bolts of it.
2: Oh, I can do some digging during the break.
1: No, I it's it's regarding Chris Mack, the Gaudio audio. Wait, okay, that's back. Neelia Bindapudi. Wow, what's it? Is it is it a whistleblower suit or something like that? Basically, somebody is suing U of L because they said that once they went public with the, they went to the FBI mm-hmm. and Neelia Bindapudi punished her because of it. She alleges. Oh, okay. And in this, like, in so all the details are coming out, and supposedly Chris Mack doctored the Gaudio audio because he didn't want to look bad. And then the FBI was like, "Well, this—that's not how this works. So you're gonna—we're gonna need that full audio." And they were able to recover it. Otherwise, for Mack, it probably wouldn't have been good for him. Well, evidence tampering—did it ever really work out for him in the long run? Anyways, right, right. But the more you kind of see behind this. I don't think it's a surprise that Neely Bendapoti's gone, the Vince Tyree's gone, Chris Mack. This was a quieter rip the band-aid off and move on. Well, this was actually a quick rip the band-aid off and move on. But still, equally just add it to the list, Roush. Another U of L another day in Louisville, another U of L scandal.
2: I uh man, the, the It doesn't surprise me. And I believe we didn't. Didn't we know that, or that was at least something talked about? Was uh, at the time was Chris Mack? Like you heard the audio. You heard isn't even the full audio. Like he he looks much worse than the whole thing. So I think we we did know that. Um, but at least from afar, it sounds like. Um, oh wait, the University of Louisville guys where. Guys and gals, the people in charge, when this hit the fan, they all are like, you know what? It's just best if we all get out of here. No need to weather this storm.
1: Yeah, and Penn State's obviously a, a good university. You could understand why somebody would want to take that job, be president at that university. But I do wonder if it was just like this was a easy way for her to move on, get the hell out of that school with everything else going on with it. Uh, Vince could have – Hung out longer. I think Vince is maybe one of the more head-scratching ones of all this. Could have just at least finished out, like, till May or June. Didn't yeah. want to, which was strange. Um, and then Mac, obviously. Hell, he could have
2: been the one to hire a new coach.
1: Yeah, he could have. Uh, and I think he has said publicly he would have done Payne. I think Rutherford, Mike Rutherford, showed three to six. I think he's alluded to, like, if Hurd had his way, he would not have hired Payne. But it was just kind of like a you had to you had to do this you had to hire him. Uh, I think Mike's alluded to whoever Villanova hired as interim head coach is who Josh heard wanted to before Jay Wright retired. Anywho, getting down a wormhole, but yeah, another scandal at U of L. Uh, a former deputy counsel filed a whistleblower lawsuit against the university, saying that she was retaliated against after going to, going public going to the authorities with the Gaudio audio in that extortion case that, like, yeah, just in the long list of stuff, Roush, this is going to be footnotes. Yeah. Which which is crazy to think, because if Kentucky had something going on like this right now, we're probably talking about it for a couple days.
2: And what's crazy, too, is I'm I'm just scrolling through uh, the Courier-Journal trying to find a little bit more on it and uh, not –
1: WDRB, your place for this mm, breaking okay. news. They've okay. they've done a they've done a good job with breaking news, more so than other outlets in, this, in the city. Alright, well, well, we'll Roush is still kind of learning this stuff. Yeah, my, I am, my wheels are
2: spinning a little I, bit. I,
1: I am as well. Uh, we're probably not going to talk too much longer about this, but it is just another,
2: goodness gracious, what
1: can Louisville get right? Like of deal. course
2: there was a whistleblower, a lawsuit, and all of this.
1: But we will eventually kind of walk this into recruiting, as we so often do in summer radio, basketball, and football. We've got a funny Thornton's text line, 5024141450. We hope that you continue you to contribute to it and we'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. DJ um, Walker, Nick Rouse, okay. Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob. And all my
5: Calculations are correct When this baby hits 88 miles per hour You're gonna see some serious
3: (laughs) Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call
1: Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call. Here on Roll Big Roll X Coach Radio, ninety six one fourteen fifty AM, TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, and turn Jacob. Did you ever get that Survivor music pulled up, Justin?
0: I didn't. Nah,
1: it's okay, mm. buddy. Don't I'll sweat. do it
0: tomorrow. Tomorrow's Survivor Day. Is it? Even though it's not on, but
2: <sighs> Justin just pulling up a little music. So.
0: It's uh doesn't it doesn't fit my theme today. I know,
2: but not to play. I mean, you could have just played some while we were talking. We could have talked over it. Ooh, I'll do it for the rejoin. Is, How about that? It is, it is uh, background. The, the moment's passed. <laughs> the moment has passed. Which, uh, the moment, it did pass at you uh, So, I did get my head around it, and essentially, we always ask the question, why would they go to the FBI? I feel like you're kind of throwing your guy under the bus. Well, turns out, Mac told his bosses, and the legal counsel, who, Schumacher is her name,
1: Yes, Amy Shoemaker.
2: Amy Shoemaker. She's now suing L. She's saying she got demoted because she reported to the police instead of the president. Which, yeah, I get it. Totally totally checks out. Because I would have been pissed too if I was the president of the university. And I had my legal counsel immediately go into the cops instead of being like, well, we can take care of this.
1: Yeah, it's still just, you know. Her, she says that she was kind of worried that, like, disgruntled employee, the times that we live in. We need to let authorities know this dude is ticked off immediately. I don't think you can blame I, I don't know. You could be disappointed in her, but I don't think you need to go demoting somebody because of that.
2: I totally see how all of this went down, though. Like, none of this seems far-fetched.
1: Well, I think it's all
2: true. That, what happened? <laughs> Even though yeah. it's alleged, it, <laughs> it, it, it it sounds like it, this it, is it, how things went down. Yeah, yeah. It's in, and I wonder how
1: because I do wonder what would a judge say or what's the, the legal – what's the legality if, like, into Pudi was just like, yeah, yeah, we we did we demoted her. She didn't go through p- protocol. She didn't handle it like she was supposed to. We have a chain of commands. We weren't trying to cover anything up, but you got to follow this procedure, and she did not, and she wasn't doing her job. So yeah, she got demoted. I wonder what a judge would say. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Especially with, I I didn't see where this lawsuit was filed. I'm sure it's in the city of Louisville, even though Shoemaker's now at Miami. In Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So it was in Jefferson Circuit Court. I'm sure the whoever the judge is is like, "Are we still doing <sighs> stuff over this?" I like, question.
1: Bring out the old U of L file cabinet. <laughs> Got something else going it's, on. It's there. never
2: collecting dust because that thing is just—it's always in use. It really is.
1: All right, five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's. Text line, we've told you a lot about Thornton's, their summer cash bash. It's a good time to download the app. Once you open the app, the first thing you're going to see is gas closest to your location and how much per gallon you'll be saving. Right now, mine says 25 cents per gallon. Next time I go fill up, that's huge. And then they show you all your other rewards as you scroll down. But it doesn't take very long. You don't even have to scroll all the way to the bottom to find the big advertisement for their summer cash bash. You could win a 2022 Chevy Tahoe's, the grand prize, or the non-grand prize, the settlement prize, just ten thousand dollars each and every week. I would go for either one, gladly. Just go to Thornton's, it's easy. That's all you gotta do is click on it. And then when you go to the Thornton's and you buy their donuts or their coffee or their breakfast sandwiches, you'll enter, you'll get more chances in mm-hmm. the Summer Cash Bash drawing each and every time you go to Thornton's and buy something. So they got a cool thing going on there. We've got a cool thing going on on the Thornton's text line. And, Roush, I don't know if you want to go football or basketball side of things first.
2: Um. Um, maybe basketball feels like there's a lot more basketball things. happening Yeah, probably right a now.
1: little bit more basketball news. It was looking like Peach Jam was going to be a huge event for nothing really happening on the court. We were expecting potentially some decisions off the court. Aaron Bradshaw was targeting a Peach Jam decision date. DJ Wagner, there were rumors around him and Peach Jam. Yep. Uh, maybe another Justin one Edwards. To I see think around Peach Jam.
2: Yeah, I feel like well. It- In that ballpark. So Mm -hmm.
1: so it seemed like something was kind of cooking. And I'd say the biggest news from yesterday was yeah, you had reports, Bradshaw not committing to peach jam. He's going to push this off, hold this off, and circle back to a commitment. Everybody with the G League rumors, people were kind of, I don't know, nervous about this. Does this mean bad news for UK?
2: Especially whenever – when he was talking to people at NBPA Top 100, he was like, yeah, made a decision. I just got to make sure, sit on it for a minute and make it public. And at that time, the consensus was that decision was Kentucky. So, Correct. not 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 great news that he's like, eh, I've sat on it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait.
1: Yeah, anytime you think you're going to get a commitment to your favorite school, you want that commitment to happen as soon as possible. Anytime that you think maybe your school doesn't lead, yeah, you push that decision off. You need more time to think about it. So in this instance, more time, not ideal news for Kentucky, but Kyle Tucker, who I think has established himself as the closest person to the basketball program in the media world, he says Aaron Bradshaw's mom could not make his official visit to UK An aunt or grandmother was with him for the photos. Kyle says, I understand it. The delay, that's the delay on an expected commitment to Kentucky. Family wants him to take time to be sure of the college choice. Kyle still thinks that choice will be UK whenever a decision does come. Eh. What would the mom not doing, not going on the visit really have to do with much here, Jacob?
4: Honestly, it's the mom as- aspect of it because, like, at least for my mom, I know she would would have wanted to be there and see the campus and see how the coaches and players interacted with me and all that good stuff. But, I mean, I don't know. He had a loved one with him, so I just feel like it's kind of just one of those things that's just getting pushed off just so it can get pushed off. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, again, I get. I get – Mom's opinion's important, does matter, but could the mom disagree so much with the son that it would change the landscape of this recruitment? Long story short, not buying it.
4: At the end of the day, it's going to be his decision, so.
1: Yeah, it's going to be his decision, and if he wanted to commit to UK, I understand maybe the mom wanting to be able to sign off on it, but like. Couldn't he commit? Mom, go sign off on it, and and then if she hates it, you could always decommit. Uh, You mix this in, Roush, with the G League rumors, and then you had some experts that were just saying, like, hey, I don't think Bradshaw and Wagner are going to be playing with each other in college. Uh, Both of them have never even mentioned the word package deal.
3: They've Which is, they've, uh, they've
1: both especially been like, well, we gotta do what's best for ourselves. We're we're gonna go to the colleges that fit us.
2: And that's such an easy low hanging fruit too, the package deal. Yeah, yeah, even
1: if you think there's a possibility, like, hey, me and my boy just cleaned up in New Jersey high school basketball. We dominate in the AAU circuit. We're taking this thing collegiate. We're going we're going to higher education together. They haven't they haven't even entertained the idea. I don't know if there's bad blood, I've got no idea. But you mix in the delayed decision, the G League rumors, maybe not potentially wanting to play with DJ Wagner, and now UK seems to be in a better spot with DJ Wagner. I'm I'm simply not buying into the mom excuse, but I don't know. I, you know I, that That's what UK is telling Kyle, so I think that's probably what you just got to go with. Don't listen to old conspiracy theory Walker over here trying to poke holes in all this. But I wonder if Aaron Bradshaw will ever be a Kentucky Wildcat. I hope he is.
2: You know what, though? If it's uh, one of those things where they are vehemently against being a package deal, fine with getting the other part of that package.
1: Well, I'd be happy with Wagner. <laughs> and, Justin, hopefully this just means UK turns the heat up on Xavier Booker.
0: Xavier Booker is not coming to Kentucky. Where is he going? Um, I like Indiana's chances with him. Oh, I really, really do. Okay.
1: What if UK makes them a priority? though? Priority, You probably wouldn't feel so good about it then, would you?
0: I mean, if Kentucky gets even a little bit more involved, I probably won't feel good about it. Because <laughs> everyone goes See, to Kentucky. Damn it,
2: Bradshaw. Bring your mom on the visit, you yeah. idiot.
1: Come on, Aaron. There was a, a little bit more Booker-UK rumblings. Um, I think Booker had a quote the other day saying he has a lot of interest in UK and, he, and he'd like to visit. But... We've heard that from a mm-hmm. lot of people before. So, all right, there's a little Bradshaw update for you. The Wagner update of the day is, I, I think the the waters have calmed a little bit, and you've got the U of L sources saying like, "What? Us not leading? No way." Take that for what it's worth. But U of L, they're they're feeling better, Roush, than they did over the weekend.
2: They had time to. Put their hand off the panic button.
1: Travis Graft wanted to tell UK fans, hey, don't get too far ahead of yourselves. This isn't a done deal yet. And he put it at 60% UK-led. Jamie Shaw said 95%. So you've got some recruiting experts just saying, hey, let's be cautious with this DJ Wagner mm-hmm. stuff.
2: Go ahead and pump those brakes.
1: You think that's fair? Is that what, is that what you think?
2: Yeah, I think it's fair, but I, I, I'm still confident that Kentucky's in a better spot than what most people need to believe, though. You know, I just just think they're in a good spot. Whenever DJ's ready to come on home, he can come on
5: home.
1: Yeah, in the recruiting world last weekend was pretty strange, just that something happened out in Spain. Everybody felt good about UK's chances, even to the point that you had rumors that Calipari was going around telling other assistant coaches or other coaches that, like, yeah, we've got them
2: which just who's Calipari Cal- yeah, saying I'm that. Not, too.
1: not yeah. buying that in the slightest, but the wheels keep turning for 2023 mm-hmm. regardless. UK still seems to be in a good spot. Yep. The Dillingham commitment was just so crucial. Yeah. Just, Get him on board and it just kind of feels like you're playing with house money in some other areas.
2: You going to Kingsley said he's going to make his decision in August?
1: Yeah, I had that written down. Um, I think so, coming soon. He could either I be I a
2: 2023 or a 2022.
1: I think most likely you're going to see him in 20. I think you'll see him on this year's UK team. Will it be in a redshirt capacity, Roush?
2: I'm not sure. They they be smart. He does it and goes to the Bahamas, right? Hey, UK, foot this bill. Get another room. That's a good point.
1: And hey, no better team bonding than let me have a little island vacation for the next eight mm-hmm. days. Doesn't sound too shabby at all. For you gonna? But I I think the plan will be to redshirt him although i never understand redshirting at the uk yeah, it especially makes no for sense. people that don't have any most likely don't have any prayer of, of using up all their eligibility
0: doesn't happen all that often does it
1: no i mean it's happened more than you would think but uh, i mean i think it's happened like twice
2: but i don't i don't understand like there's no benefit like alex Poitras redshirted because he tore his ACLs mm-hmm. out for the year but there's no i don't think there's a benefit to saying we're going to redshirt you and you're not going to play this year It's like, hey, um, there's a lot of other guys in front of you who are going to play. You're probably not going to play. But you can practice, and you can get a lot better, which uh, we did get some new practice highlights yesterday, TJ. Did you watch those?
1: I did. Again, UK, I don't don't know if it's TJ Beisner, whoever it is, just playing the hits, and that is just showing us basketball. Like, (laughs) just showing us anything, and we're going to gladly eat it up. Yesterday's was especially awesome. It
2: was was a doozy because – you you had you had some of the fun okay, like Damian Collins and Oscar Sheebwey are hitting threes. Like that's watching big guys hit threes, that's fun. But I I don't I think Oscars I don't I think they were all in just drills. I don't think they were in like a team setting. But we did get the awesome moment in a team setting where if you if you didn't look closely enough, you would have thought it was Lance Ware blocking Oscar Sheebwey. But it was none other than Brennan Canada who came over and swatted the National Player of the Year and then Lance screaming, Beat that! And it was just, oh, so much fun. And it just was a nice friendly reminder that everybody gets everybody at some point. And that's a, that's something that Brennan Canada is going to be telling like his kids about, <laughs> you know, 50 years from now. Yeah, I blocked this shot in practice one time. It was awesome.
1: I'm sure that stuff like that happens a little bit more frequently. Oh, yeah, yeah. It has
2: to. I mean, they're playing basketball all the time. Like Oscar Sheboy isn't dunking on everybody every play. That's not how this works.
1: I sent you a video, Justin. Get that ready as soon as possible, please. Uh, Yeah, the video is sweet. I've seen too many people trying to kind of break it down, this, that, or the other. Why is Wheeler doing pull-up three? Oh, no, he should. It's a practice. Also,
2: it's my favorite Xavier Wheeler three is the transition. He's feeling good. It just
1: feels good. My favorite Wheeler three is the one that he's got rebounders on. That's all I care about. He, If he's open and he's got rebounders, I want him to shoot it every single time. I just um, Fine by me. I just don't when, want the like no rebounders pulling up five seconds into the shot clock. What are we doing?
2: At least if he's got the, the – com- I, I think if he thinks too much about it, that's when it's bad. When he's like eight feet wide open and he looks around, he's like, oh, I think I'll take this. I, I have no confidence in that shot.
1: According to Wheeler, he's really been working on his rebounding. Here's the clip.
4: I was clapping, old Oscar. What? I got rebounds over you today. Oh, Lord, have mercy, bro. I got
1: three rebounds over Oscar today. <laughs> New machine. I am machine.
4: <laughs> I am not machine. I'm big old, but that boy said got rebound over me. I want to see how people respond to that.
1: Severe. Three rebounds over Oscar. Justin, should we be worried?
2: No, you should be excited. Jacob, should you be worried that you're on the hot seat now?
1: Give me a break. You've gotten three rejections from Sphere Wheeler.
4: (laughs) Actually, only one.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, and I didn't get dumped in an Outback either.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It seems like the
1: teams enjoying each other. I'm sure you'll hear somebody be like, "This is one of the closest groups." Cal, yeah, that's always the summer narratives that. This team is connected as Cal's had at UK.
0: You know the only nil deal well, Oscar. Like other. That's important. The only nil deal Oscar should do is like a video blog following him around all day because that would bring in tons of money. I would I would watch Oscar all day. He has a YouTube cameo. channel, still does he?
1: Think he's on cameo too? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, do what he
0: does on his YouTube channel? I'm
1: big a lot
2: of his YouTube channel stuff. Like uh, the first videos were actually when he made when he went back home. So you get to see some of Oscar uh, Oscar's home life back in the Congo. Um, but he, he, uh, I just, even though like the, oh, there is sometimes that can kind of be for foisted onto us, this team, a lot of them have been together for a while, so I don't feel like it's forced mm-hmm. when you get clips like that. Um, when you've got Lance where celebrating the black shot, um, it's fun. It's fun. It's got me excited for the big blue Bahamas, which are only what three weeks away now. So we're yeah, we're we're inching closer. I am I'm so excited to watch Chris Livingston dunk. That dude, he is just watching him. He hates rims. So I don't know what they did to him, but they did something. He is a personal vendetta against them. If this was 1990, before they had the, like the breakaway backboards, or you don't shatter the glass, I would put a good chunk of money that he would be breaking a backboard this fall. Like he, he just he just he's
0: ferocious.
1: I just. Every like all the he checks all the boxes, but I don't know. I just feel like Kentucky's been so snake bit with threes of nice stature that the Khalil gonna, Whitneys of the world, the Khalil Whitneys of the world, yeah, definitely the Khalil Whitneys of the world. Uh, you can make a case that Shaden Sharp would have been in the three position too, but um, that's for all different reasons. Though Khalil Whitney just wasn't really ready for it. I want to see it. I, want, I Well, I will have to see it before I believe it because all these practice clips just make me think goes back to what I was telling you back in April when we were talking about Shaden Sharp replacements. And I told you that people around UK think the Shaden Sharp replacement is Chris Livingston. Like, no, we don't need to go get anybody else. We got Antonio Reeves coming in. Was he in those videos at all?
2: I didn't notice Antonio. No,
1: Reeves. I didn't see him. I didn't see him either. and I didn't see C.J. Frederick in any of the action. He's in the background on some, just kind of standing off to the side. But I don't think he was in, unless I missed it. Um, maybe I need to go back and watch it again. But I didn't see C.J. Frederick in there either. Huh. want to see C.J. in the Bahamas. Is that too much to ask?
2: That's what he's shooting for.
1: I mean, on the flip side, is, is it? It's not really doesn't really do much doesn't really matter if you have them or if you don't have them, but I think folks just want to feel a little warm and fuzzier inside that his body could handle a few exhibition games in August and he could be fine and in November and I think not too long ago I had the take that hey what don't rush him if he's not ready, but I do fall in line with the people that are like all right just show us that you got it, (laughs) show us that you can do it Mm -hmm. and then also not only that but let's see let's see your range let's see that forty eight percent. And let's see how that spreads the floor for u k but yeah, those practice videos cannot get enough of
2: them, yeah, they're so much fun, and i I'm not one to to look at them and try to oh man who's who's standing it's mm-hmm. just i it's fun it's a fun little practice clip, it's a fun summer activity um we're speaking of we got we got more of that this week'cause i and I don't think we ever even talked about it on air when it was announced, but John calperry is uh. Going around the state, signing autographs at uh, various Kroger's.
1: Yeah, doing a little Big Blue Tour and starts in Louisville today. So if you don't have lunch plans Mm -hmm. or you do have lunch plans, cancel them and go to the Kroger out near Oldham County.
2: Yeah, LaGrange Road. uh, He'll be there from 1 to 2.30. There's no charge. Um, He's just asking for donations to the the Western Kentucky Tornado Relief Fund. Uh, There is a couple cool things. One... He's he's doing the Joby Hall program again this year. He wants to continue bringing a rolled up program to to pay homage to uh, the late great Coach Hall. So he's he's got an empty one that he just wants fans to sign. He wants the, to 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 take the the fans with him on the sideline, which I think is just a, a cool symbolic gesture, um, a nice a nice little nod to the BBN. Um, but also the posters they're giving out, they're freaking awesome. Have you seen these posters, CJ?
1: I have. They are cool.
2: You gonna be there at I, Kroger today? I I don't know if I'll be there or not. I'm not. I'm not. We're sending Jack, and I'm kind of want to be like, oh, I'll okay. go. Yeah, but no, Jack's Jack's going to be attending on behalf of KSR. But I think I'm going. to him to swipe me one of those posters. They're freaking cool. Uh, biggest question though, I don't know if you have it pulled up right now. Who's the biggest snub on the poster?
1: Hmm, let me pull it up real quick. I have it.
2: Because you you've got of course Wall Cousins um anthony davis is hugging the real t jones fox bam
1: i think oscar's on there right Tower
2: us oscar is the most recent one um
1: oh i'm not seeing the one with all the pictures and then it.
2: tower hero Shea. i can i've got it right here if you'd like to just take a little i can slide on oh, a over. little peak c yep yep
1: okay
2: because it's got to feel bad to not be in. like Shea just alexander made the cut makes sense Jamal yeah. Murray's doing the bow and arrow. I think there's, 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 there's like three of them, and I don't know which one is the the biggest omission.
1: You gotta, you gotta have, like, right, well, right, so who, who do you, who do you think?
2: Not having Michael Kidd-Gilchrist is kind of weird. Okay. P.J. Washington is probably just the best player, not included. They have Tyler Hero from that that team. Yeah. Um, and then. It, it's hard to have the big two without the big three and Malik Monk from the BAM and Fox team. Monk's on there. He is on there?
1: There he is.
2: It's uh, I Emmanuel Quickly. Another number five, yeah. Oh, that is Quickly. Yeah, it is oh, Quickly, yeah. yeah. Well, you got to yeah. have
1: Monk over quickly.
2: Yeah, but I think they're like, oh, well, the 2020 team was awesome. We need somebody. And so they, they had, had Maxi. Quickly. Oh, yeah, they did have Maxi. So, huh, interesting.
1: Well, the obvious admission isn't whether it would have been quickly or Monk. Yeah, having
2: quickly over Monk
1: is uh, quickly was amazing. We do forget about that, and I think not having a player of the year really, really hurt him. Yeah. But Monk was incredible. Uh, goodness, okay. rig- I st- I'm still from afar looking at that. Like, are we sure that's not Monk? It is not. It is not yeah. Monk. But I, it's a,
2: the quickly shot, he's much. More, his hands much further out from. His you're body. right.
1: Yeah. Um, Quicker release to the body for Monk. Uh, All right. The obvious choice is you got to have Aaron Harrison in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just a joke you don't. He's provided more Calipari memories than any other other person out there.
2: Well, and it's so tough to try to narrow it down, but I don't know why they're like, all right, we're just going to leave the top third empty instead of just put more players.
1: Really should be both the Harrisons, but you had a backcourt take UK to the final four two straight years
2: and Harrison hit all of those shots.
1: And one of them, yeah, was literally on the back of one person. He
2: had four game winners in two years.
3: That's nuts. And
2: I know the lead eight win over Notre Dame doesn't get as much shine as the others because it wasn't as dramatic, but he hit the, the three that clinched the, the Notre Dame win.
1: Well, he, yeah. Oh.
2: Which that game... That game pissed me off. They, they had no business being that close. No, they didn't. And freaking I was, Zach August probably was the, catching bobs on my that defense. Probably
1: favorite U.K. tournament win I've ever watched. Yes.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 100% with I, you on that I one. don't think
1: there's even a close. That game it, to sucked.
2: I, that, was, that was what made me stop watching games in public, because I was at two keys just losing my mind, I just going ballistic.
1: Yeah, but how fun was the party afterwards?
2: I mean, it was an right. exhale, was but good, I immediately time. jumped the fence and ran into the street and almost got hit by a car. Like, it was a, I was just like, thank God. It was.
1: Yeah, I was at Saints and oh. we just were getting whatever TV you could get, just be able to stand and watch. So we were downstairs. The real big party was upstairs, but it was just shoulder to shoulder throughout the entire place. Mm-hmm. And once, once the game was over, oh, yeah, the pandemonium. It did make it worth it, but during that game, holy smokes, that yeah. no, was the worst. Intern Jacob, you were probably celebrating
4: becoming a teenager. <laughs> I do remember that game, but yeah, I was like 14. What were you doing for it? Uh, I was at one of my friends' house, and we went out and lit off firecrackers after it was over. I split and large. But, um, actually, Aaron Harrison is on this poster. What? If okay. you look just to the left of the Wildcats' head... You can see him.
2: What? What, in the back? Yeah, okay, he's in the background oh, of say, like yeah. the...
1: Yeah, they've got like a big graphics of SEC championship team. It looks like another yeah they, there's a, Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. We've got like a, a watermarked collage.
1: Good find there, Intern Jacob. You're right. Well, if you want to go see Calipari, 1 o'clock today at Kroger, and then he uh, will be in London tomorrow, Georgetown, on Thursday, Somerset on Friday, and then July 16th at in Moorhead.
2: Yeah, so, Saturday afternoon.
1: He'll be making the rounds if you want to go out and see him. All right, hour one done. We're going to switch gears over to football side of things for hour number two. We'll get to the Thornton's text line as well, and we'll just have a grand old time doing it. All right, this is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Radio. Roll TJ Walker, Nick Roush,
3: Justin Kalen, internship. I'm picking up She's giving me the excitations She's my She's my Good, Over?
0: You say over? I ain't heard no family!
3: Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll
2: Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is.
5: With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro.
0: Welcome back,
1: our number two Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96 1 FM, 1450 AM. A very special guest joining us to start hour number two to talk about a little mini Big Blue Nation tour around the state is Hall of Fame head coach John Calipari. Coach Cal, how are you? It'd be a funny prank to just be like, hey, we're coming back with John Calipari. Shows that start. we got him.
0: Coach, you ain't got us? Well, there, oh. oh, think I heard something.
5: Coach Cal, how are you? I'm I'm doing good. How are you guys?
1: Doing well. Thank you so much for taking the time to call, especially unexpectedly. Uh, we really do appreciate it, and I know a lot of fans are going to appreciate seeing you at Kroger on LaGrange Road in Louisville today at 1 o'clock.
5: Yeah, but, you know, this is about us making sure we keep the awareness on West Kentucky and what happened in Mayfield and dawson springs and uh you know we've gone down a couple times and the team these guys always want to be involved in community things um and uh, this is one thing we're doing but we're also tying it to some of our fans we're going to have a few players with us today some of the kids have class and will come other days uh but we're going to bounce around the state work with krogers to uh you know, we're, we're asking people to bring gift cards of gas and food and, you know, Target and different things that can be given away down there because people are still struggling.
1: They are. And I, you're right that some of the attention has been turned away from that. I think it's a really cool gesture uh, doing that and asking folks to bring stuff to you. And I think also gets lost in all this is. You, or at least you and your position as the head coach of the U.K. basketball team, you like going out and seeing the fans, too, and I thought it was a nice tribute to Coach Hall that you're going to have fans sign your program, and I know the pandemic kind of put a stop on you being able to go out and mingle with a lot of folks, but are you wanting to do more of that now that it seems like maybe we've turned the corner on the pandemic a little bit?
5: Yeah, that's that's part of it, but Coach Hall was such a mentor and a friend to me and, and such a big part of this program that... And his trademark was walking out with a rolled-up program. And when he passed away, I started doing that to the games just to honor him. And then we came up with the idea of, why don't we have the fans? It's, it's the outside, the inside of uh, white pages, but have five or 6,000 fans sign it. And I'll carry it into every game, and they'll be with us every game. So by coming to these functions, you have a chance to sign – Coach Hall's program that I will take out to the games. And, uh, you know, I, I think, again, we're giving out a poster that's really neat. I saw the poster, um, and it's really neat. And um, I think we'll have enough for everybody who comes. But, it's uh, you know, like I said, we're just reconnecting, bringing awareness uh, to West Kentucky and making sure we're not taking our eyes off of the ball because, it wasn't like it affected five hundred thousand people or a million people. Um, you know, there were it was it was devastating. Yet it's doable that it could be we can go in and and help and get people back on their feet in short order because the numbers weren't five hundred thousand or a million people.
2: We're speaking with John Calipari, Kentucky head coach for the men's basketball team, and it's a big summer for the basketball program. You're staying busy, you're going around the state, and you've also got some extra practices to work with ahead of the Bahamas tour next month. Just what are you able to get out of this additional time, and what have you seen from the team so far?
5: Well, the Bahamas trip has been big for us. Um, You know, we've done it. This will be the fourth time, and um, you really get to know who your team is. We did it in uh um fifteen. Uh we did it with uh, PJ and 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 Tyler Hero and that group uh and now this group and what's happened is we've got some players back, uh we got some veterans, but our young people and new people are really talented too. Um they've been a ball to work with. Um so you get ten practices But we're also getting two hours a week like everyone in the country is doing. But we get those ten extra practices. Uh, We begin that process already, developing players, getting them to play together. Um, The competitive environment, which is Kentucky, um, you know, you got to know you're not going to be the only player here. There's other really good players you're going to have to play with. And they're getting the sense of that right now. Um. I'm enjoying every day I go in because we've got a spirited group. Um, you know, one of the kids, every time we practice, come on, Coach, we need that energy. I mean, it's like it uh, makes me laugh. But, uh, no, we have a good group. I mean, uh, a good group of people. And, and, again, Lance Ware was the one that went to TJ and said, when are we doing some of our community service stuff? These kids enjoy getting out in this community.
1: Earlier in the show today, Cal, we played a or we played the the clip of Severe kind of ragging on Oscar because he got three rebounds over him in practice, and it does seem like a, a a close group. You've said for your entire career at Kentucky, I would love to coach these guys two or three years. Watch what happens if I'm able to do that. You're starting to do that now in the era of nil. And is that does that make you proud as a college head coach that these people aren't kind of getting pushed out, having to go find some professional contracts and they can take their time in college now while making money?
5: Well, when I testified before the uh, legislature in Frankfurt, I said that part of the result of that would be kids won't be forced out that need to stay. Now, if you're a front round draft pick, you're, you're leaving are going to go. But if you're not or you're on the border or you're not sure, you're not forced to now to make a mistake. You can stay another year and do well. Um, but, you know, again, um, we're in the middle of, a, you know, our recruiting. The kids we brought in this year, the kids that we're looking at now, um, you know, it'll be a combination. And my best teams, I mean, we've had one team that had five freshmen start and we went to the final four. But the reality of it is most of the teams that we've won those 38 games or 35 games have been teams that have had talented freshmen with some returning players. Um, And, and those were the best teams we had. So, you know, that's what we'd like to do, but sometimes it doesn't work that way. We've had six players leave and were drafted in two different drafts. We've had five first round picks. Well, stuff happens and you deal with it and so you don't really know how it's playing out i would say on this team we'll probably lose six or seven guys some of them uh, uh through graduation their last year other guys will go we i think we have a lot of nba talent on this team but they got to perform and then you got to win and you got to win at a high level so that everyone gets that last look
1: Cal, last question, and we cannot thank you enough for your time, and we know that probably hundreds if not thousands of U.K. fans are going to be seeing you at Kroger's here in a few hours, hopefully coming with some gifts, whatever they can bring for the folks in Western Kentucky. You'd mentioned maybe next year you're going to need to replace six guys. We hear from U.K. fans every day on our radio show recruiting is the talk of the town you guys are making an impression i know you just got back from an overseas trip it seems like everything in 2023 is going pretty well what message would you tell uk fans that are getting excited about an upcoming class
5: well you know i i think we've you know kids want to play here they want to be here they want to uh they understand the culture and um you know the the thing that we're doing is just creating those relationships, getting kids to understand what this is and what it isn't. It's important. 70% of the players that have accepted a scholarship to Kentucky and stayed here, 70% have graduated, or I'm sorry, have a bunch of them. 25 have graduated five and three years. But every, 70% of them have gotten drafted. 70%. So, but they know coming in what this is and what it isn't. Um, and it's not about all the promises is the embellishing. It's about developing young people. You ready? And developing a team. It's both. And having people watch your team and say, wow, that is so enjoyable to watch. Man, they play hard and they play together. That's developing team. The other part is developing individual players. And we've done that from John Wall to Eric Bledsoe all the way to Oscar Sheewe and the, and the guys a year ago. Developing players. But you've got to do both. And so all I can say is we're recruiting the best players. We've, we've continued to do it. Um, but we've done it in a way that we're not embellishing. We're not just trying to get guys. It's understand what this is. I was on the phone last night for a few hours with some different kids. And the whole point of it was, look, this is different here. Um, every game is a Super Bowl. If you're not really into growing in a holistic way on and off the court, you, this is, if you're here to just run around and, you don't come here and you're going to have other really good players you play with. And you're going to be developed as a player. If you think you're the finished product, why would you come here? But it's really hard. Every every game, the scrutiny, you lose a game. People go crazy. It's how it is. But we have the best fans because they're engaged, but they're also engaged. If you lose, that's part of it. But, this is preparing for the rest of your life. Very hard. So we don't get everybody. You know, if someone else says you're going to play every minute and shoot every ball, you're going to be the main guy, or you're going to start and, uh, and we're going to put your name in the rafters. And Okay, if that's what you're looking for, you're not going to come here. So, you know, I, I look at it and just say we're going to keep doing what we do, the way we do it. Um, we've been, you know, I've been here pretty – a long time for a coach at one place. And I'm going to live out this contract and, you know, I've committed to it and I'm going to do it. And so we want to say, let's take this thing to another level and let's just keep going. So part of that is just making sure the fans understand who we are and what we're about, what we stand for, which is we're about Kentucky. We're about this state. We're about helping. We're about giving back. We're about it. Community involvement. And a lot of stuff we do is not public. This is public because I really want everybody to sign that program. I think it's a neat thing. But uh, we appreciate being on this morning, guys. And, uh, you know, like I said, let's just keep this ball rolling and have some fun and have a ball and engage our fans.
2: Well, I know fans are excited to see you today out at the Kroger in LaGrange Road in Louisville. And we appreciate you joining KRC this morning. And hopefully we'll talk to you soon, Coach Cal.
5: All right, thanks, guys. Thank Hall, you, Hall of Fame head
1: coach John Calipari joining Kentucky roll call on your Tuesday morning. What a surprise that was! We can't thank him enough, and also for TJ Beisner for helping us out and getting the word out there that it's. Don't forget about the folks in Western Kentucky. Right, they're still recovering. A town gets wiped almost completely off the map. That's not something that just gets fixed overnight and over day. So, uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm happy that. We were able to get that. I think we got some
2: good quotes. It was a nice surprise,
1: and I would bet more people go see him at Kroger just because he helped us out. I yeah. I, I may go out there and, and see him at Kroger just because. Say, he came hey, on thanks, Cal. Call. But no, in all seriousness, very yeah. cool of him to do that. Some good stuff there. Uh, talking to a couple kids on the phone last night for a few hours. Wasn't yeah, it? and then hmm. we get the Bradshaw decision. Hmm, you and, going to Kingsley? Hmm. So a lot of uh, a lot of interesting stuff there. Let's reset. Let's just take our break here. Uh, Not that any of this—we're planning on any of this way to go to the producer. We got a funny story to say when we come back (laughs) regarding our
0: producers. That was crazy.
1: Let's just go to a break. We'll resettle. We'll get some text into the Thornton's text line when we return. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports
5: Radio.
2: Welcome back to Kentucky
5: Roll Call. Now that you finally won a game, right, you feel looser, the pressure is off, and that will lead to a lot more victories.
4: Yeah, that and a water boy getting 20 sacks a game. That too? Welcome
5: back, Kentucky Roll Call, here on Big X Sports
3: Radio.
1: 96.1 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob. Before we just detail what happened, I do want to tell you about our friends at Shady Rays. Go to shadyrays.com and be blown away by their website. Just do that for your old KRC friends. Go to shadyrays.com and just see what their website's all about. You'll see their bestsellers as you scroll down, you'll see different tabs for men's, women's, kids, prescription. You staring at a computer screen all day like Roush, mm-hmm. blue light glasses. They're all the rave.
2: And they they legit make a difference. If you never tried it, it's – I was using eye drops seven times a day, and now it's maybe once a week.
1: Yeah, so they've got it all. It's just a great company, and we're going to save you some money with that company. Big exit promo on the promo line when you check out. It's going to save you 25%. Big X is the promo code. And don't forget, anytime you buy Shady Rays, you're buying with confidence because they will do replacement pairs for any and every single one of your sunglasses. Lost, stolen, taken, broken, whatever it may be, Shady Rays will replace them for you and you will be feeding hungry kids in America with each and every pair. Do not forget that promo code, Big X, 25% off at checkout. All right, how producers, how are you all doing over there in that room?
0: Huh, I'm good now. I'm, I'm nice and settled. That was crazy. Crazy little spurt.
1: Easily the most excitement that this studio has seen since Trevor's, Arby's close call back in 2017. Can
0: I add a word in front of that? Unexpected excitement.
1: Totally unexpected. Mm-hmm. So painting the picture here, wanted to, knew that UK was doing this, and they're coming to our neck of the woods. So, hey, could we promote? The initial contact person with UK Athletics, this stuff is not generally easy, but, you know, you, there's a lot of UK podcasts and radio shows and websites out there. So Media outlets, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of media outlets. So reached out to the contact person, and they're out of town. Vacation. Understandable. It's what summers are for. So I was like, okay, well, probably not going to work out. I've, we've tried to get Calipari on the show, Roush. I don't know what, 20 times, no joke, maybe? Mm, yeah like just somebody with the basketball program right. to some degree. And they're, they're it's it, it was kind of ridiculous that it, we had been told no for just basketball-related interviews, whether Calipari or anybody else, for as long as it was. But, we, but whatever. We're not going to whine and cry about it. Just keep on trucking along. And so today, just text Beisner, who used to live out by this Kroger, and just said, hey, if you all want to promote that, he can come on the radio show. Sorry for the early text this morning. The other person was on vacation. Yeah, what's the number? <laughs> Give them the number. Weren't, weren't really sure exactly what time. And it was during that double break. Justin is going to the bathroom, doing whatever he's doing. Jacob's in there. Yeah. I see that they're texting, saying that they're calling. Oh, boy. <laughs> a panic and a scramble set in the big X-Sports radio studio. I'm like Justin, or I'm like Jacob. You're just you're just gonna have to answer, say Big X Sports Radio, and, and please hold. And but also during that break, it's a long break. <laughs> it's like we wouldn't want to make anybody wait, let yeah. alone John Calipari, who we've never had on the show before. So I we go running. We get <laughs> we have like to pull Justin, like Justin, get back over here. <laughs> he gets in
2: there.
0: Jacob's freaking out. What do I do? Yeah, J- Jacob answered
2: Just has the his arms in the air. And- so we. Jacob, what happened when you answered the phone?
4: Well, I answered the phone and nobody said anything. <laughs> so I was like, well, my days here at K or Kentucky Roll T- Call are done. So I have never given Jacob a run-through
0: on the phone system because we haven't had a need to use it yet. So he didn't know which button to push to get it to answer. So he picked up the phone but didn't technically answer. <laughs> He's just
3: <laughs>
0: hello, hello and it's just a dead one. Oh deadline.
2: boy.
1: So anyways, Justin comes, he gets things figured out, gets the gets the everything running, but then yeah, as you said, you thought you weren't recording the interview.
0: Oh yeah, I so yeah. podcast listeners would have been. <laughs> <as> well. <laughs> well, Jacob, Jacob was all worried because he was like, "I thought I was going to get killed." Not that's when I dawned on me. I was like, "Well, crap! Did I start the recording?" So I had to go to the recording, make sure it was started. And I, I'd have had a bullet in my head. It would have been over.
1: No, it would have been all right. But we <laughs> we do appreciate them getting that set up. And Cal kind of alluded to talking about some service stuff. What that was in reference to before they do these events. Mm-hmm. They're going whatever sit town they're in, whether it's London, Moorhead, Louisville. Uh, we we rattled them off in hour number one here on Kentucky Roll Call. They're doing actually commu- They're doing actual community service before or after the event, and they're not making that public because they don't. They want to just focus on serving the community and not having to deal with fans. They'll deal with the fans at this event mm-hmm. at one o'clock at the Kroger in Lagrange. And yeah, I think that place is going to be pretty crowded. Roush.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it's. I think there's going to be a lot of folks out there, and I don't know. I just got fired up about it.
1: They said that he thinks they're going to have enough posters for everybody, which is exciting because they are cool posters. But, uh, yeah, Roush, that's what we've been – we're very appreciative and we're very happy. But that's what we've been saying that Cal should be doing. Interviews, talking. He can get people excited. He can get people fired up. Generally, it's not even like a reach or fabrication. It's a good basketball team that he's got returning.
0: And what did that hurt? Nothing.
1: Uh, you know, it was ten minutes of his time, which we know is valuable and precious. But yeah, it didn't. Yeah, exactly. But we're appreciative and we're and we're happy to do it. But anytime that there's like some disgruntled fan base, just go calm the masses. Go talk, get people pumped up yeah, he's about basketball. Go see him and go uh, take
2: pictures and autographs with him.
1: And I know that, like at the end of the day, I just want a team that's going to win basketball games. But somebody that's getting paid as much money as he does, it is cool to see him give back. Billy certainly didn't do anything remotely comparable. Tubby, as much as we love Tubby, and he did plenty. Mm-hmm. He did a lot.
2: He had, like Tubby's house. Yeah, uh, the, you know the community that, center and stuff. He had a lot. Of it's stuff.
1: really not so much a contest as this is what you should be doing if you're the head basketball coach of UK. If the state's hurting, if people in the state are hurting, try to give back. And he has crossed state boundaries a lot of times. But again, at the end of the day, we just want to win basketball games and championships, and ideally have a likable team that's really, really good. Seems like we have that, but you also have a coach that cares about people in his state, and that's why we can get frustrated and mad when. And you lose tournament games, or you don't win, or things don't go your way. Still is a human being. And uh, UK, I think, has a pretty good one. For as corny as some people will find that little rant, but I Mm -hmm. do think it's true. Like People in Mayfield and Western Kentucky are still hurting.
2: Yeah, there's no idea.
1: And it's cool that the head basketball coach of Kentucky is thinking of them. uh, Kind of unpromoted and unprovoked. Reaching out, doing these things. They also think that they're going to have. So let's say you're in Lexington or you're in Bowling Green, or I, I can't go see them at these Kroger stops, but I want to help. They they're going to have a. They think they're going to have something set up here, maybe even later this afternoon. And once they get that, we'll be sure to uh,
2: to pass it along. To pass it along mm-hmm. if
1: that if that happens. But they want to make sure other folks can help as well.
2: As far as what he actually said, TJ. Um... Yeah,
1: that's a who, who,
2: who do we think he was on the phone with for a few hours last night? He said
1: a couple kids, but, yeah, it does make you wonder if it, Aaron Bradshaw? And then he went, again, nothing Cal says or does is accidental or unintentional. Right, Even right. that interview. Yeah. So you get the Bradshaw news that he's not committing, He's ta- and he's on the phone with a kid for an hour talking about how you want to be here. We're developing this the whole is person. different than you. You know, this is different than other places. I think – I don't know if Kentucky's getting Bradshaw anymore. It almost seems like there's been, like, a little break. And
2: Well, but I also – the way that he talked about the whole person and uh, getting – it, it it sounded like his think, pitch against the G League.
1: Oh, you think he was he was showing us his recruiting. Okay.
2: I think I think that's, that's how That's what he's
1: telling Bradshaw, yeah. if they're just worried about you as a basketball player, we're going to we're going to We're going to the whole it. person.
2: We're going to make sure you're set up for the long term yeah, success. Yeah, I think you're
1: probably right about that. Good point. I'm glad you clarified. Yeah. interesting stuff all the same i'm sure kentucky sports radio will have a post on it oh yeah which i'll look uh and i'll probably need to go back and listen to it. because given the interviews you can't you're sometimes focused on what you're going to say next and not always right, paying attention right. to what is actually being said you try to not do that but just naturally it's impossible
2: uh he also I, i'm sure he's mentioned it plenty of times before cal does we, we we've heard him. I mean, he mentioned the Super Bowl, which is great. Like that's when you know it's a real John Calipari interview when you drop that line. But he also talked about like, hey, my best teams. Like we've we've done a little bit of everything here, but the best ones are always when you get good players back and then have good, really good players coming in, which is the the formula that this team has. That's the formula of success.
1: Yeah, and I was trying to like lob him something that he could be like. Yeah, I always said I want a player's back. Watch what's going to happen, or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah. But he did. He took it even in probably a more intriguing dynamic where he's like, yeah, yeah, that's all fine and dandy, blah blah blah. But it's going to change. I think I'm going to be re- replacing six people this year: Wallace, Livingston, Wheeler, Toppin, Collins. Would Oscar be six? I still think there's a chance Oscar comes back for what uh, it's worth because he's not going to be a first rounder. Yeah, like, he's just. I hope he is. Would make me a very happy person if Oscar could find a way to work his way in the first round. But w- what would he average twenty and eighteen this upcoming year, and then NBA teams would love him because the sixteen and or seventeen and fifteen wasn't good enough. So it's not a numbers thing, but in that video you saw him hitting threes. That's a mm-hmm. way to maybe do it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think you'd need to if he's saying six guys are going to leave. But
2: you 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 prepare. Just, you know, in case. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be left up a creek without a paddle.
1: Also, what if, you know, what if he wasn't even talking to Bradshaw at all last night? It was just a conversation with you going to – it was Reed Shepard. <laughs> 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 Let's get to the Thornton oh, sex man. line, so
2: 502 I came in today. What are we going to talk about today? Oh, I don't know. Just talk to John Calipari for 20 minutes. Yeah,
1: appreciative for, for <laughs> his time. In the preseason top 40, Phil Steele has Louisville at 33 and Kentucky at 35. Just absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I, I. You can't give what, it. Any more, you can't give it any more attention than just that. Like it is. I, I. I Phil Steele seems like a nice enough guy, and you don't want to be personally mean. But if your whole job is to do this thing, and I think it's been a couple of years in a row now where he's ranked Louisville over Kentucky. Now I realize the self awareness of the statement I'm about to say, but Phil Steele I think will. Play nice with people that talk with them.
2: Oh, most media, yeah, they all do. And I think
1: Satterfield gives him hours.
2: Yeah. Like they talk for hours. The the thing that I just don't. So I saw this one guy. His name's Cam Meller. He is uh man. He's something else. He has some takes out there on the internet. He used to be at PFF, and I think he started his own website. He's like number one Cedric Dort fan club. It's it's a very odd. He just talked about how Wisconsin got this great cornerback with Cedric Dort, and it's like, dude, he did. Barely started in the SEC, but he had like one really good PFF stat. So Cam Miller loved this guy. He's a, he's a, he's an odd kind of guy, but he did the he did the bold t- task of what's ranking 131 FBS quarterbacks, and he had Malik Cunningham at five. He also had Caleb Williams at ten, Will Levis at twelve. Like it was it was odd, but I think I I can at least understand why people would be bullish on Malik Cunningham because he just gets all the stats. And if you're somebody who's, hey, this player is good because he has all these stats, okay, fine, he has all of the stats. But if nobody else has any stats, then what does that mean about your team? And that that's the part where I, I can, i can. you want to say Malik Cunningham is great college quarterback because he's doing all of these things that you know people haven't done since Lamar Jackson, sure, fine, whatever. I can go with that. But to think yeah. Louisville is going to be a better team? Like, come on, <laughs> come on!
1: And it kind of goes to the U of L got a nice commitment yesterday, Madden Sanker. It's that's where U of L needs to beefing
2: up. And he's probably, if I am going to bet on any of the kids in that class, he's probably the most the closest thing to an NFL. Like, if I am going to bet on any of those kids to go to the NFL, you bet it's on him. somebody. And because yeah. his offensive just... lineman, there is a lot less room for error. He's pretty much top one hundred everywhere. Um, so, like. And and he's going to play interior offensive line. That's not as much of a he, he not a day one pick kind of you know. He, he's not Makai Becton, the offensive tackles go early on, but getting a good interior offensive lineman you can have around for a while. That's 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 a that was a, a very good win for them. Um, uh, the rest of the guys in their class, I'm like, eh, you know, skill guys, they can be boomer bust. Offensive linemen, much le- much higher four.
1: And the, it's where they need. Uh, this is where any team with depth up front just absolutely dominates Louisville, and that's where they need to address. But I, I can't understand. This is kind of going back to what we were talking about before we got into the Sanker commitment. But, like, you all fans, what are you doing? You haven't been within Kentucky within 30 points for three years. Oh like put the rivalry in aside focus on yourself and just build up your and do, do your own stuff and then and then we'll we'll see I, I it it's wild what some of their media members the battles they they decide to
2: pick it was it was funny i had a friend yesterday who was talking you know Madden sanker scott's going to be all over that and i was like you know good commitment and then he was like talking about you know the the trash talk went to the next level like yeah kentucky don't want none and was like oh well, so how much do you want to bet on the game this fall? Like I'll uh, name your price <laughs> because I will yeah. put I will whatever it is. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm good.
1: You don't get that though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They they, they, they quickly backed yeah. down from that. Uh, Robert texts in, is it me? Or does do you also get a weird sense of entitlement coming from U of L fans over DJ's recruitment? DJ was never going to end up at U of L then they hired KP and his grandpappy in the last three months. And this automatically means he has to go there. And then acting like it's crazy he would ever go to UK, the perceived leader of his recruitment, since the day he was born. Not that UK is entitled to him by any means, but don't get me wrong. It does... Um,
1: Robert later came back and said, I go back and read my last text, and now I sound entitled. So that's on me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. but Robert, I think your overall sentiment is pretty accurate on that. Like, first off... I know we were talking football, but now back to basketball. Like, UofL, UofL fans, have you not seen the resume of when UK and UofL go for a basketball recruit head-to-head? Hmm. So there, is a, there was a sense of, like, and again, yeah, I'll I'll tip my cap to them. I think Rutherford the entire time was like, I like what I'm hearing with the Wagner stuff, but I've seen enough UK-UofL recruitments, especially one that's this complicated where the webs are so intertwined. But yeah, like the their their sense of panic and surprise when it seemed like UK has retaken the lead, I thought was kind of funny, Robert. So I'm I'm uh, good. Text. Zach Wilson is new country boy, classic cougar bait. (laughs) Yeah, I I got a little bit more info into all that. Mm -hmm. I think I'm just Team Zach Wilson. Go live your life.
0: Yeah, I'm in the same boat.
1: Team brother's mom. Go live your life. Just because you're 45. If if you could bag a twenty one year old NFL star quarterback, you go do it, old lady.
2: I will say the um, the friend who's exactly dating some. I feel like you can date a friend's girl as long as there's not like a. I feel like there's a, a certain time frame where, if like, if you've dated another person for over six months, should you really do you really want to date your friend's girl that he was dating for a long time? I don't know. Is six months the limit? I don't know. But they were, he was together a year plus. You're really going to date his girl that he was with a year plus? That feels, feels a little weird.
1: I, I think yeah, those are always tricky. I, I feel like it kind of just depends on like I don't know. I feel like there'd be some sense of was there any sort of crossover here, like when you all were hanging out? Yeah, was that there, like, there yeah, any because then that would make me feel a little worse but at the end of the day, if that's what they wanted to do, and they were making each other happy, yeah Who am I to tell folks not to be happy because I'm
2: selfish? It's true, especially if you're Zach Wilson and you're Zach Wilson will be all right, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, like yeah. I think he'll be the winner and all that,
2: but you're definitely gonna be a fate on site for like a month or two mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I personally question if the athletes like females or not, if they prefer the G League over college. <laughs> like you guys said, considering the money you'd get a nil, there's just absolutely no reason a male human being would say no to the amount of girls that would be all over you when you step foot on a campus. Consider the fame, the money, the females. What could uh, what more could a person want? Absolute blasphemy.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, the Texter's right. That would not happen in the G League. Come well, on, again, give me a again, I
1: think if you're in the G League and you're swiping on Tinder or Bumble or whatever the dating apps are nowadays, I I think you'd probably do okay then too. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's you're gonna get the girls either way. But but I do
1: think that the G League the, is not quite the it's not NBA. It's,
2: it's like it's not the hotels of the NBA cities where yeah. the the ladies are showing up looking for them. Correct. It's a little bit different.
1: And again, being in being the big man on campus in Bloomington, Justin, you had four years living that life. I know you that's loved true. it. True.
0: Actually, five and a half. You <laughs> won.
2: Alex from Colga
1: here. Oh, great text here. Good morning. You already read it?
2: Yeah, just uh, it was Good juicy. Good morning.
1: Roush and TJ are exactly right. Players have, have been getting paid. I'll give you a more recent pre-nil example that I've heard around here. I've heard that a Bama booster showed up with 100000 the day before a former high-profile recruit rhymes with Rustin Joss. Was set to commit to Clemson. He allegedly accepted it and still committed to Clemson. Interesting. Who's Rustin Joss?
0: Uh, no idea. I'm guessing Justin Ross. Damn it, Justin.
2: What the hell? I'll
0: call him out. No. this, yeah. uh,
2: this uh, that, was the, that was the bit.
0: You just stepped all over it. He deserves to be called out.
1: <sighs> Saw a quote from Aaron Bradshaw that said he was looking for a place that makes me feel comfortable somewhere I can talk about my feelings. Hopefully, Willie left behind some coloring books at the Lodge for him. <laughs> Did he really? That's a real quote? I didn't see that Bradshaw quote.
2: <laughs> That's a fu- very funny quote, though. Let me... <laughs>
1: What do you what do you say back to that we're pro feelings at UK UK yeah. we've got the nicest most sensible fans in the world so they're they will have your feelings in mind from day one
2: yeah this is um this is an actual quote on that he gave Zagoria
1: oh boy yeah does this change your thoughts on you, does, are you re-ranking your priority list?
2: Oh, you got a Kingsley.
1: <laughs>
2: Come on down.
1: Is there a reason as to why Rims and the Joe Craft have white tape all around them? Have any of you guys noticed that from the practice clips? I have, and I reached out to one coach, and they did, They weren't, not a coach at UK, but just a coach of basketball, and they weren't 100% sure. They thought maybe it was for aiming or where they want their players to finish their layups.
2: Yeah, it also could be a um, a, a drill. Um, not exactly Mike and drill, but the ones where like the bigs have to slap. Like you yeah. have to go up and touch each time, and it's you know. Yeah, it's, it's more just there. cardio it, than it, anything. It's
1: something there for training to some degree or practice for some degree. Yeah. But sorry, new strength you, coach,
2: so there could be. Um,
1: sorry, couldn't give you a full answer. Yeah,
2: yeah, we're just guessing.
1: Yeah, Roush, are you fully confident in our depth at O line and D line this season?
2: Fully confident, uh, meh. The left tackle position, I like the options they have there, but what if they all stink? You know that that that's kind of a concern. And I really like Kentucky's too deep on the defensive line, but they need to. Like you, you need to have players. Like I think they're all good, but you need some of them to become great. So that that's kind of where I'm at with them. Um, you need you need that consistency. Uh, I I like the potential, but you need that consistency there because there's a lot of unproven players playing on both sides.
1: I know know they've brought in some pieces, but let's say UK has some issues with the offensive line. One way to do that is you bring in a running back for pass protection. Is there a running back that you feel good about being able to?
2: You know, and that's something that I didn't talk about a lot this spring uh, with some of the running backs in there, but – so I I'm not certain, but you do have like five tight ends there, and I'd be confident with uh, the Dingle brothers, either one of them staying in a pass protection. Uh, Brendan Bates is a really good blocker as well. I I, I think you probably go that route um, first if if you're if you're really struggling pass, bro. So that's that's just my two cents. Kirby texts into the Thornton's text on 1450 Speaking of Shadon Sharp's injury, is there any credence behind belief that Rob Harris strength and conditioning? program was Cheeks. We had more injuries than any other program since Mingus spoke it into existence, especially with Vital Players. I'll hang up and listen. Um, I've never I haven't heard that critique. I think the Rob Harris uh, the criticism of him was more of his just behavior in general um, than it was of his actual strength and conditioning program. I remember Eric Corms though. That one was very much like um, the the running joke was, if you felt like you were hurt, he would just say, don't practice. And the coaches finally were like, no, we can't have all of these guys sitting out of practice because they've got little boo-boos. Like, you've got to play through some stuff. Yeah. Um, that that was So I've heard that, but I haven't really heard that with Rob Harris.
1: Yeah, I, I have heard other fans mention that, Kirby. Just like, hey, what's the – shouldn't this ma- – you can't really blame anybody for injuries, but if you were, wouldn't it be strength and conditioning? People have brought that up. Uh, I've heard it several times, but – I guess you don't really know that stuff, Kirby, until UK's got a new guy in there. And let's hope that injuries aren't as consistent. Um, but again, I, I'm, I'm a, I lean towards the belief that injuries are just injuries. Kirby uh, continues and says, LOL is the texture that is disenchanted about NIL, OK? Kids deserve to make the money. They are generating way more than they are getting paid, and probably shortening their life by years by playing football at this level. Sometimes we should just get over ourselves and just enjoy the ride.
2: Yeah, I, I do understand the uh, the the fans though who see the conference realignment, and especially when in the summer it you know when we were growing up in the '90s, they had media days, so you would start talking about football.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now. You talk about the sport year round. And when you do that, you spend most of the offseason talking about stuff not related directly to the sport. So I could see getting a little disenchanted by all of the big money and the conference realignment. Now the players are making money. And when you hear nil, nil, nil all the time for months on end, like I I get being a little put off by it. But that's why I mean you can just I mean, I would rather you not turn off the show and not listen to, to us and other people talk about it. But you can just wait till the season starts and still enjoy the games because the games are still a lot of fun, and they're probably the most fun that you've ever watched during your time as a Kentucky football fan because the Cats are, have been pretty damn good.
1: I can still understand that person's sentiment of, like, I grew up watching, falling in love with a game being played by people that love the game. And they feel like that that safe space has been invaded by money, by capitalism. I don't mm-hmm. know. And that they're entitled to their opinion. I don't agree with it, but I can at least see that avenue of like, hey, wait a minute. This was one thing. You're starting to see how the sausage is made a little bit. And I think it makes some people uncomfortable. TJ say oh, we read those already mm-hmm. to start the show. Justin is an idiot. Polygamy is illegal in the United States.
0: So is smoking weed in half the states, but that doesn't stop anybody. Whoa. Wow. And they, and they have a TV show, Escaping Polygamy. So if it's not going on, why do they have a TV show about it? <laughs> Would Escaping
1: Polygamy mean that they are in...
2: They were in polygamy. They're trying to get out. Mm. Or they got out, and this is them telling their story of how they got out. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, texter says, thoughts on breakfast tacos. Love them. And really... It's it's the one thing that Salsarita doesn't have, have because they open at 11 a.m. But they have everything else. It's queso month. It's the best queso. It's the best guac. I like to mix all of my queso, my guac, my salsa all together. Uh, some people they don't they don't like mixing. I love mixing it all with my nachos, steak nachos. They, it's the best of the best. Go out to one of their two locations. That sounds like a perfect date. You go to Salsarita's. Mm-hmm. You get a big plate of nachos. Then you go out and see Coach Cal at the Kroger Adam Elm LaGrange Road. Perfect day for you right there. Just download the app before you go to Salseritas. You'll get rewards for buying queso every time you visit this month.
1: Polygamy is illegal in every country in North and South America and in all 50 states. But in February 2020, is it a coincidence right before the pandemic? Utah House and Senate reduced punishment for consensual polygamy, which had previously been a felony, now it's the equivalent of a traffic ticket. Huh. Well, there
0: so, you have
1: it. So nothing. Justin's right, basically, saying that like you can do the polygamy if you want to do the old polygamy. Why would that be illegal? No offense.
2: Well, it's probably because of people that get pressured into those situations. There's a victim kind of deal. You, know, you, you can see a lot of negative consequences from sure. the social of- constructs of polygamy, where you're trying to get your sure. daughter married to some old man for the power Libertarian
1: though. If I want to marry five consensual women, I should have the choice to do such. Uh, Fair enough. But you are no, you are right that that would be that's probably the motive behind feeding ground for predators. Oh yeah, (laughs) like slavery. I mean, domestic slavery to some degree. TJ, we already read that one multiple
2: times. Kirby says pretty wild. The Louisville basketball program still operate business as usual right now. Feels like they literally just try and do as much as they can to get shut down. and Are shocked each time the next level doesn't get it done.
1: By the way, I love that you took the breakfast tacos to Salsarita's, but I bet that person was making fun of Jill Biden. Did you see where she said that Mexicans are unique like breakfast tacos?
2: No, I did not. Or the, or
1: the Hispanics in Texas.
2: I mean, breakfast tacos are just great everywhere. And that sounds like a very American thing as well. I, Although, huevos con chorizo is definitely not an American love thing.
1: breakfast tacos. But I don't think you should call
2: you ever had huevos and rancheros, too? That's good stuff, as well.
1: Yes, I have. Very good. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the curvy text. is funny, too.
2: Oh. oh, man. John here. Hey, John. Good morning, to all Okay. Am I trying to give this show a challenge to watch? Should I start with this season? Do you recommend a, a different season to start with? Hey, question. Who would you rather have as a starter on your team? Cousins or Oscar? Who do you think is a better player? Ooh. That's a
1: great question, John. Uh, and... Start with this season. This is new on CBS. This is new to me. I don't know. I don't know a lot of these people. And 28 people on cable. This is this is kind of a this is a little this is like the challenge. Not diet because it could just be just as good, but it's a little different. So we're all in this together. Roush is figuring it out as he goes along. Justin's going to watch it, right? Justin. Oh yeah,
0: wouldn't all miss right. it.
1: So we'll do it together and we'll talk about it. As for cousins or Oscar. So this theoretical here would be a junior, or basically like a, yeah, what, a junior or a senior Oscar? What year is he?
2: This will be his fourth year. Played a year next year if he's if he did save for yeah. twenty three, it'd be the COVID year.
1: So technically, be a fourth year Oscar, or it'd have to be a freshman boogie.
2: I think it depends.
1: I'm going Oscar. Going yeah. Oscar. I was going to say, I can't dep- believe I'm doing it, but I am.
2: I was going to say it depends on how much offense you need, but Oscar provides plenty of offense too. So
1: one, Demarcus Cousins significantly better back to the basket center than Oscar,
2: especially offensively, and
1: yeah. better defender just overall.
2: A lot more inconsistent though game to game than Oscar.
1: One, he was a little immature. Yep. Two, he'd get in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Oscar, as much as we were concerned about it last year, really didn't. I a mean, lot. it
2: happened in November like twice, and yeah. that was it.
1: A- and then rebounding, like, Oscar is one of the best in the history of the sport. Demarcus mm-hmm. Cousins was a good rebounder.
2: Yeah. That was it. Like, a, that would... He had a couple 15, 16 rebound games, but it wasn't... That's Oscar every night. That's what he averaged.
1: So, I'm still just going <laughs> Oscar because it just checks yeah. a couple more boxes for you. But, yeah, that's you know, and also, that's one of the tougher ones. I'm, I'm curious... Boogie is... On the Thornton's text line.
2: Boogie's so. very yeah. lovable, but... So is that, that, man, yeah, Uh, good one, one, John. Uh, What's with all the quote unquote big news and eye emojis on Twitter last night? What's the scoop, fellas? Were weren't those just from fake or like 12 year old kids running? I I
1: think it was just kind of a, a portion of the UK fan base that's pretty active on social media. I do think that there is like news coming down the pipe, but I don't think that that, I don't think that's anything as of today. Like, I don't think, like, you know, be refreshing your phone every day. But I do think there is some news coming, but there's always news coming, you know?
2: Yeah, uh, you can say that about anything. I think it was really can. some of those anonymous Twitter accounts probably young by, run by younger kids. It's like, oh, let's see what we can do here.
1: By the way, Lenardi just came out with another Bracketology – because you know you need another one. A lot has changed since like a month ago. <laughs> Kentucky, uh, one seed in Louisville, which is Ooh, what we're all should be, for, baby.
2: Outstanding.
1: IU could have a Sweet 16 game against IU there. Ooh. That would be awesome. He's got IU as the Big Ten champion. Justin, come on! Wow, that's probably going to happen. Yeah, because IU wins Big Ten championships all the time.
0: No, but it's never mind. Mos- don't
1: cut down the law. Lo- don't cut down the nets after a loss if it does happen. Can uh. we do
0: that? I mean, him? Tommy's Tommy's not here, so yeah. yeah. But now he's unemployed; he could show up at any moment. That's true. A pair of sisters. <laughs> have you
1: all have you all not won the Big Ten
0: regular season since then? Uh, I think 2011 or 2012 was the last time. Maybe 2013. Okay. Yeah. All right, Roush. Sorry. Most memorable UK games
2: you've watched live in a bar. Mine is Heroes Three against Houston. I was at the Manhattan Project on Frankfurt. Did a full wrap around that place, hugging strangers. would oh, yeah. be
1: a terrible place to watch a game. No offense. But that was a sweet game. Yeah. I was at my. We had friends over at my house.
2: I already mentioned mine with the Notre Dame, um, but yeah, I haven't. And I haven't watched all the games at bars. A lot of big game. The other one would be the Champions Classic in 2011 at Huge Ass Burgers, and it was one of the. I think. I think that might have been right before it closed, but it was a Tuesday night, and Kentucky beat them by 30. And I bet we had 17 pitchers of. Huh? That oh, was great.
1: This is from Kirby. So, sorry for so many texts today, but I'm in my bag. We were on our last night in Vegas for a bachelor party for UK Notre Dame wearing Cats jerseys. The entire bar was openly cheering against UK and us. The entire game was pure torture. But when we won, it was electric, clapping, and old dudes' faces, yelling, <laughs> cheering down the strip. What a time. It cost me an extra $800 from ATM for gambling and gentlemen's club purposes. But, hey, that's worth. that was worth the vibe. Side note. I curse Saints to this day because I watch Wisconsin game there. That place can burn to the ground. Have a have a Tuesday, boys.
2: Uh, I have a friend who doesn't go back there because of the Wisconsin game. I, yeah.
1: I've watched more heartbreaking, like, 100, <laughs> Packers 100 years from now, 200 years from now, who knows what will be on the grounds there at Saints, but a little piece of my spirit and soul will be lingering there. I've watched... So many painful Packers losses there. I have watched so many UK tournament losses there, uh, but I've had some good moments there as well. Uh, I've watched every basic little USA elimination match there. <sighs> yeah, mm. yeah. I don't go. I don't go there as often for big games as you could imagine. You have to love big X difference. Entire show drops. Then when you call back, Coach Cal is on the line. Oh, the entire show dropped.
0: Well, so it it stops the commercial. Gotcha. I had to stop so the like commercial and bring it back. Yeah, there was. Well, a I can't wait time. for the
1: replay of the show nine to eleven. Yep, it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. Right Electric. around ten o'clock.
0: <laughs> right around ten
1: o'clock, I'm gonna be tuned into the Big X.
2: I love Cal so much. Says one texter on the Thorns text line. Wish he would be my coach forever. Good to hear him on the show.
1: Thank you. It was great to hear from him on the show. We were happy that he called in, and uh, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a Cal fan. Not that he's beyond tough questions, and not that I don't think he shouldn't talk more, but he's a good dude, and uh, UK fans will miss him someday when he's gone. Texture says, how erect are TJ and Nick during this Cal interview? I have pretty good posture normally.
2: I'm not. I'm bad. My you shoulders. Were, you were slouching. Yeah, you were yeah. slouching a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's impressive because that chair, that isn't the comfy chair. I
1: actually was just slouching and found myself correcting my, <laughs> my posture to get myself to be erect in this chair. <laughs>
2: uh, shout out to you guys for having Calipari on the show today. Oh, thanks, Kentucky Crow." <laughs>
1: He left that part out, Kentucky Kroge. TC yeah. from Lexington here, boys. Kentucky roll call doing something other shows can't do anymore, and I'm all here for it. <laughs> TC from Lexington, I left that part out. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now, Daddy Fat Sex is going to trash you all today. He's going to be jealous. Oh, line starts here for John Calatari. Oh, somebody's already out They've there. They've already got a line at 9 o'clock?
2: Wow. That's Kroge. Or maybe they're That's just Krog? visiting yeah. the Kroger. Well, Kroger,
1: I think he just is at any Kroger at a specific time. That's why they call him Kentucky Kroger. That's That's crazy, Kroger. Are you waiting? Are you hanging out? All right, we got a lot more.
2: Yep. Uh, John here again. You guys are simply the best. (laughs) Great interview and great teamwork. I love Kerosene. Got to go talk to you later.
1: Oh, boy. Another texter just mentioned meltdowns in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen the first full-color image of the James Webb released? I'll post it to the Facebook page in case you haven't. Pretty incredible. Every time I look and zoom in, I find a different craft-looking galaxy.
2: Oh, that was one thing we did uh, mess up in the opening segment. Not the Hubble sc- scope. This I is said a... Webb. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. I, I said I the thought other it was... one was Hubble. Okay.
1: The old one, yeah. No, we, we were right about that. Okay. Uh, but thank you, David, for posting. We talked about that to start our one, like, Five minutes into the show, so if you want to go back and listen to that, you can't know. It is in totally incredible, those pictures, once you actually Ooh, think about it. Better for a Wednesday, though. Good
2: point. I, I noted this when the uh, the interview was happening. Did anyone else notice him say he's going to, quote, fulfill his contract? Isn't that over in two years? Did he just announce that's the finish line? Well, I was
1: going to make a joke. Like Again, you don't want to interrupt Cal because you want him to say the things that he wants to say, but like, if, it was, if that was Big Blue Drew, I would have been like, I thought you have a lifetime contract. Yeah, you know, like make a little joke right there. But no, it is. I think it is two years. And I've had the I've talked about it. I think we talked about it here on the show probably six months ago that like you could see him trying to put together super class in his career with DJ Wagner. Everything come full circle. That would be two years. Something to think about. But that was an interesting part, Texter. I'm glad you, you highlighted that. A texture says, tape on the rims is so they don't get blisters from dunking. Oh,
2: that's just like the most badass thing I've ever heard. I don't heard. know if
1: that's true, though. Because it's in such random places.
2: You would also still get blisters from dunking. Yeah, I don't think there's anything going to
0: stop that. But would be pretty cool.
1: Yep, the stream was down and Cal was talking when it returned. <laughs> that's hilarious. So
0: I admittedly didn't turn the volume back up for the rejoin. But we got the beginning of the interview. And the podcast has it all, so...
1: My buddy was like, "Yeah, I just thought you all were playing like a highlight clip or something," but then he just kept talking. <laughs> 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 Who laughed into the mic when Kyle was talking at the end? It wasn't us; our mic was off. Oh, so it was man. one of us too? Is what you're saying? That's what oh, I don't saying. know. I guess we'd have to go well, back and I listen also, to why was it not a good laugh, Texter? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we are out of time. Overtime, as a matter of fact. Thanks to John Calipari for coming on the radio show today and joining us. Fun day. Well job, well well job. Good job by the producers. Well done, making all that happen. And Roush, you just keep a good attitude, buddy.
2: Hey, you do too, buddy. Everybody j- have a great. Enjoy some Salseritas today. Oh yeah, Taco, Taco Tuesday. Taco
1: Tuesday. Woohoo! This is KRC. I'm Big X Sports Radio. Tj Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Ro- Galen, Ro- Vinter, and Intern Jacob. We'll go. see you on Wednesday.